about our state, our beautiful state of South Australia, that time of the week where we get to know a little bit more about what makes our state as great as it is. Now, today we're going to talk about tourism. I'd like to welcome to the program Rodney Harrick, CEO of the South Australian Tourism Commission, Ian Horn, who is the General Manager of Australia's Hotels Association, and Andy Holmes, the Director of Handorf Inn. Gentlemen, thank you very much for joining the program. I have to say, we have had such a crazy few months, weeks to start off the year, you know, Tour tour Down Under, the Fringe, the Festival, Adelaide Cup, you know, just to name a few. Does events like that really boost our tourism footprint on an international stage? Just what does it do for South Australia? Well, Jade, uh, from a hotel perspective and accommodation hotels, Mm. it's absolutely important months from January through to April. It starts with the Tour Down Under and that's really matured into a, a, a serious event that puts people in beds and uh, and that that impact is shared much more broadly than the CBD. Mm. And then of course we have February and uh, and you throw in a few concerts like Adele and uh, or, or last year the, the and the year before the, the various cricketing events uh, and it's an absolutely mad packed uh, period of time. But, of course, it attracts an international audience who are looking at this and watching it, and uh, uh, that benefit flows on, in relatively speaking, free publicity around the world. So when we heard, you know, hotels are booked and, you know, we've, we've even built new ones and there's no more beds, that really is true. It People are banging down doors to say, hey, we need a place it, to stay. We increasingly... Well, it's certainly prior to the influx of new properties that were built three or four years ago, yeah. we were having times where you just simply couldn't get a bed. And, and, and it was out way into the Barossa Valley and things like that. Now we've had a lot of new infrastructure built, new hotels, the the Crown, the Crown Plaza, the, the Ibis, the various Quest properties. Mm. We've currently got a new one in Hindley Street, the Holiday Inn Express. Uh, they all add capacity. But what's been fantastic is that capacity has been taken up by the demand uh, from from consumers coming to Adelaide to participate in all of these wonderful events and and uh, the building of a building of a hotel creates construction jobs. But the legacy left behind is that you, anything, depending on the hotel, anything from 40 to 150 permanent jobs are there forever. It's a fantastic economic contributor. And, Rodney, we were speaking about, you know, the festivals. They've, you know, they broke all these records and all these, you know, international guests are coming in. We touched on free publicity before. I mean, that you can't get any better for the state, can you? They go home and, and spruik about their great experience. Are you finding it grows each year? Look, absolutely. These events really add to our our DNA as a state. And importantly, it just doesn't happen when they go home. Social media now, it's all about telling the story, showing people what you're doing, what you're experiencing. And, and as you highlighted, like, I mean, from the tour down under right through, we've got the Clipsal, we've got the Wome Adelaide Fringe Adelaide Festival. You know, we have the Green Mundine fight as well. Like, I mean, these really, really position the state. And, and you know, there's something for us to be proud of as a state in terms of what we're able to use these to showcase our restaurants, our experiences. We get people, you know, they go up into the hills, you know, properties like Andrews in terms of, you know, getting out into, out into the various regions. 
I have to admit, Andrew, I went up to Handorf, I think it was uh, last weekend of the Fringe, and we drove around Handorf for half an hour to try and get a car park. It was about a 45-minute wait to eat at your establishment. It's booming. And the good thing about it was all I was hearing was different accents. It is people coming from everywhere to see Handorf. It's great. Absolutely. And look, um, I really believe... Um the, the growth has been tremendous over the last five to six years, particularly for Handorf. And you can tell by just the amount of operators and the different offerings now really appeals to all ages. And um, exactly right. You know, Handorf uh, is a beautiful little village, lots of, uh, lots of charming things to see, food and wine experiences. Um, and you're, you're correct. If you don't sort of get there before 11, it's, the traffic really backs up to Verdun, mm. <laughs> um, which is a good problem to have. You know, the visitor numbers, uh, I think... Um, um, have grown immensely, you know, Handorf in particular, you know, we, we're looking at more than 200,000 um, people now through our venue wow. per, per year, so it's a, it, it really is tremendous um, results. Yeah. Rodney, talk to me about visitor economy and why it is so important. Look, the visitor economy uh, for South Australia is about $6.3 billion. Um, that's up 13% or $700 million new money to the economy um, to December. Uh, last year. So this is really a crucial part. Um, we're at record numbers in terms of international visitors. We had 432,000 visitors come in from uh, from interstate, uh, sorry, from overseas, and a record high expenditure of 971 million. Wow. To talk a little bit about some markets, though, so China, as an example, uh, we, we reached 45,000 visitors. That was up 41%. The United States, again, that market was up 33% to 53,000 visitors. So it, what it does is it's it's a catalyst for growth, getting people in here, seeing and experiencing, spending money quite deeply in the economy. The other thing is that we see in terms of visitation is that it's not just in Adelaide. It's actually spent quite widely in our state. You know, if you look at our population, 23% of our population is in the region, but we've got 46% of the economic benefit of that expenditure is actually in our regions. So there's a real benefit. That's huge. Yeah. Real benefit right across the economy. Yeah. Are you making a you know a cautious effort to advertise over in China, over in the US? I mean, why all of a sudden are we getting this you know influx of people? Look, we've been very fortunate. The government has invested seventy million um, in the Tourism Commission, and that has allowed us to really target international uh, markets, in particular China, in particular um, Southeast Asia, the United States. It's given us funding to allow us to really open up a competitive position for South Australia. And what we're seeing in terms of our growth rates is that they're well above the national average. So we're really growing above the national average. This is an important one. You know, two, in two years, we grew 4,000 jobs in the visitor economy. Again, 4,000 over the national average. You know, it's, it's a real growth for us. That's the thing, isn't it? I mean, we say oh, it's so great, it's, you know, it's a good adver advertisement for the state that we live in, but it really does create so many jobs and so many opportunities for locals. I, I agree. And, and the thing is, once you get people here, they're your advocate. They, they get on social media, they talk about their experience, they buy our products, yeah. and then they go home and they then start and look for our products interstate. Is it wine that still, you'd say, the number one thing that people come here and buy, or is it a lot more more than that. Look, my experience is it's a lot more than that now. And in fact, one of the great catalysts for South Australia and, and Adelaide in particular was the 
the Adelaide Oval yes. renovation, and, and it, that's just a driving a whole range of opportunities from major events. Uh, the AFL has now has a serious impact on on hotels, restaurants, accommodation, just because it's in our city and it's a fantastic place to to, mm. to participate in. And literally, it's. 300 metres from the from the centre, effectively the centre of the city. Where else can you get that in the world? Uh, and, I mean, that that's an economic driver. Uh, but wine is very important. Uh, but what, it's more than just the wine. It's the whole experience. And, and as Andy said, when the Adelaide Hills with, with Handorf, the whole experience now in the Adelaide Hills is, is focused on tourism. The, the number of wineries that now providing... Uh, uh, conference facilities and and, and yeah. food and beverage experiences and and just enjoying the uh, I guess the whole ambience of the Adelaide Hills it's just extraordinary and that that's a relatively new new experience and more South Australians probably need to go into the Adelaide Hills and go to Handorf just to see what's happened. Well, I guess it's places like Berenberg that you know you used to just drive in and and sample their jam, whereas now you can. Pick the fruit, yep. taste it, feel it, experience it. Those, absolutely, mm. those hands-on experiences for um, for the tourists or the visitors mm. is really important. And you can just see by the Berenberg's growth and their profile now is just absolutely tremendous and really good, um, really good uh, business to have right next to the Handoff as well. So, but uh, but we also got to recognise the wine. The wine industry is, is mm. definitely a big pull, and particularly. Um, I've been working very closely with OSA Tourism and their hard work over since 2010, um, marketing to particularly the China market. And what, the wine was one of our major um, trophies. Obviously, Penfolds is a is a uh, very significant wine in, in China for the prestige. Yeah. Um, but now the the the, the uh, wine wine uh, offerings in South Australia has uh, expanded. I can say even Adelaide Hills, and it's just the uh, the different types of wines you can. Um, uh, get out of the Adelaide Hills through our, our alternate varieties. So um, I think the, the visitors uh, are experiencing not just um, Barossa Valley, McLaren Vale, but also now um, tremendous offerings out of, the, um, out of the other regions. We're going to take a really short break, but you touch on the China market coming here, and that's probably a lot to thank for the new airline that's coming here. We've announced that Fiji Air is also flying... The aviation side of tourism is absolutely booming here in South Australia and we're going to chat about that just after the break. It is nine minutes to two o'clock and we're talking about tourism in South Australia and in the studio with me I have Rodney Harrix, the CEO of the South Australian Tourism Commission, Ian Horn, General Manager of the Australian Hotels Association and also Andy Holmes, the Director of Handorf Inn. Rodney, I wanted to ask you, the I guess the ease to fly into Adelaide is extremely vital to get visitors here. Is that is that the case or do you find that they will come here no matter no matter what? Look, direct air access is absolutely crucial and this is the reason that we've been working to target direct airlines into uh, into the state. The reason being is people are taking shorter holidays, so mm. they don't want to spend time transiting different airports, so this is where it's really crucial in terms of direct services. We had China Southern come into the state um, in December last year. We had Qatar Airways start services uh, in May last year. We've got Fiji Airways um, coming in in, in 
June this year, and then later this year we're seeing Air New Zealand uh, are changing the aircraft. They're putting a Dreamliner on that'll offer a really solid connection through to the United States. So we've got this expansion, and what it does is it allows people, you know, when they start and research overseas, uh, coming to Adelaide, we're, we've got a competitive fare because it's a direct air, air access mm. in. Ian, how does it affect you having these airlines been able to fly in and out really easily? It's an integral part of, of the whole economic equation and, in fact, it's even more crucial with the development of our convention centre on, on North Terrace and the Riverbank precinct. Mm-hmm. Uh, conferences, conventions, the meeting market is a, is almost the backbone of of our accommodation sector and that flows on to all of our food and beverage. That is that that you can get in hundreds potentially thousands of delegates. They spend more than your average tourist. They stay in hotels. They've got expense accounts. Uh, They're being pursued around the world by every other jurisdiction and every other capital in Australia. And so getting to Adelaide is crucial. And that's why it's been such a a fabulous outcome with the attraction of of the the international airlines. Mm. Now, I have to say, when you think of Adelaide, you don't really think of cruising, but it is getting Mm. more and more popular. What is the cruising industry, what influence does that impact on our our state? So we've seen real growth in terms of the cruise uh, visitation. We're a key destination in terms of uh, people stopping and and using this port as as a destination. This cruise season alone, we're expected to welcome about 49 cruise ships. That's 106,000 passengers and crew. Um, They're coming into the ports of Port Adelaide, Kangaroo Island and Port Lincoln. Um, So, you know, really key in terms of giving people a taste of South Australia. Getting them to sort of... And and they use it. They'll come into Port Adelaide. They'll go up to the hills. They'll go to McLaren Vale. They'll go to Barossa. It gives people a taste. And then, uh, you know, it's a taste to come back. And, and, you know, to give you an idea, last season, so the 15, 16, season, we welcomed 37 cruise ships, and that was worth about $26.9 million to the economy. So really, you know, it's a good driver in terms of giving people that taste and then to uh, purchase an experience. Now, how important are events? I mean, we hear it all the time that, you know, they're an integral part of South Australia and, you know, attracting visitors, but really, how key are they? Well, it's part of our reputation in terms of the the, the Clipsal 500. It, it's got an audience around Australia and internationally. It's one of the events that almost fills Adelaide to capacity. Mm-hmm. So that's and and when clearly that's when uh, supply and demand, and so prices go up, and the return to the the, the operators is significantly better. Uh, we've got the Wom Adelaide, quite a different event, but it also brings our accommodation hotels to near capacity. I guess it's. Um, it, it's part of uh, sharing the word around Australia and the world that these things are happening in a place called Adelaide. Yeah. And, uh, and that's just f- free promotion. But, but also we do it so well. Historically, we do it so well. And with the Grand Prix, the Formula One Grand Prix in Melbourne just recently, commentators were still looking back to when Adelaide did it, and they all say Adelaide did it better. Now, I I'm not, agree. I'm not Can sure, we try and get it back? I'm not sure we necessarily want it back because I we're doing so it. well about it, out of the other diverse <laughs> range of products. And, uh, and certainly Isn't the, that a nice compliment, though, to hear fantastic. that? Fantastic. And, and mm. that's, been, that's been said for a decade and a half. That's not just a, a quip. It's, it's a reality. And when you look at what, 
what we we've done with Tasting Australia, and when when you when you look at the other fabulous events we have, we've got a level of expertise in this city and this state that's unsurpassed by anyone else. I think you, you use examples of like Wyoming Adelaide. Around forty percent of all of the people that come to Wyoming Adelaide are from interstate or overseas. So that's forty percent. Around just it's just over forty percent. So a that's lot. new money to the economy. You look at things like the Tour Down Under. You know we get in in around forty thousand visitors again from interstate and overseas. So these are people that are bringing new money to the economy. But importantly, they're talking about their experiences. We've also, you know, been really fortunate. The government has given us a bid fund, and we've secured 38 different events uh, with that funding. That's got an economic value of about 124 million to the economy. So, you know, I mentioned Green Mundine. There's mm. an example of one that was targeted. We do lots of sort of mass participation events as well. So, these are events where we're up against other states, and we can be competitive to bring them here. Have we got any at the moment that you're working on? Uh, We've got a few at the moment that we're working on and probably... Come on, it's just you and me. Yeah, no, no, no. We've got a few that we're working on at the moment. So, again, we've seen the success of them and we're continuing to really target and look for new ones. I might could if I could just add to that as well. Excuse me. Um, The good thing about, obviously, the events, the impact is the... uh, The impact is the peripheral... Sorry, we might start you okay. again because your Sorry. mic wasn't on, so that's... Okay. <laughs> Andy Holmes, Director of Handorfin, your uh, mic started. is in. <laughs> Terrific. Now, just adding to that, look, um, in the regions and uh, certainly as, as a tourism operator mm. and running a business, we see the spin-off after the events. Mm. We're, not, we're not just seeing um, visitors coming for the events, they're seeing they're staying on for one or two or three days. Tremendous thing about South Australia is the location of the tourism products. Let's have a look at the distance, 45 minutes, Barossa Valley, just down south of McLaren. Kangaroo on a short journey in Adelaide Hills, a 25-minute drive. So everything's sort of at a stone's throw, essentially, different to any other um, states. So a lot of appealing to uh, products that people can stay on, experience, mm. with only staying one or, one or two days. The cruise ships where we've seen the impact is essentially Mondays and Fridays. So you've got, uh, you've got spin-off on... Um, Possibly two to three thousand visitors, international visitors, um, on your doorstep on a Monday and a, and a Friday, which is uh, predominantly a quieter period for a tourism operator. So we've got to look at the uh, the, the yielding on um, over, over and above. Uh, the weekends, essentially. Rodney, I wanted to ask you, Lonely Planet rated South Australia in the top five regions in the world to visit in 2017. What does an accolade like that, what does a little shout-out from Lonely Planet like that mean? You, you can't buy that. That's an endorsement you can't buy. And, you know, that's got credibility. I, I get paid to talk about, you know, what what tourism and what events mean to our state. This is an independent person, company mm. endorsing. And this is where, you know, the things like social media are so crucial for us because you've got people coming here, you've got that endorsement. It's absolutely crucial to tell our story. And, that you know, they come with credibility. They endorse our proposition as a destination. Gentlemen, Rodney... Ian, Andy, thank you so much for coming in and telling us about tourism in our state. It's very interesting. And the good news is that it is continuing to boom. Absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you.